Ladies and gentlemen, Big Four Boys, episode number 14. I'm trying to think of famous people who wore number 14. I, I can't think of anyone. It's kind Dirk, of a Dirk's original number, man. Charles Barkley. Really? Charles Barkley wore number 14. Are you disrespecting the TNT GOAT? Well, Our boy? Really, I mean, you know, we were just golfing with him last week. You're telling me you don't remember his number? That's true. We were hitting the links with a good old Chuck, but zero yeah. rings, so I'm not going to show him his respect. Um, oh man! Can, yeah. Can uh, can our producer right now put up a number of Charles Barkley with a number fourteen? Yeah, put his rings next to that. Oh, you know what? He was actually num- Yeah, he was number fourteen on Team USA, and he was also number fourteen on the Rockets. I didn't even know he played on the Rockets. Huh? The oh, you know? wow! So you, you don't know much about our golf partner? <laughs> hey, I, I, mean, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize Dirk was 14. He just no, he decided. Was 40, he was 41, but he wrote, he wore. Oh, I 40. know he was 41, but he hit the Uno reverse at some point. I think, no, he did 41 because of Barkley, who had 14. Whoa. It was, it was, yeah, you know, you know, Dirk, man. This is a history podcast. Dirk, uh, Dirk fucking loved his boy. And I think Dirk, when he played it for Germany, was 14, too. By wow. the way, speaking of Dirk, I paid four hundred dollars for a Dirk Nowitzki NFT today. Am I am I am I crazy? See, I I know nothing about the NFTs, the uh, I, STIs, like I all paid four hundred and five dollars cash USD for a Dirk Nowitzki NFT of him hitting a three. Yeah, of him shooting a three, um, and and I feel happy about it. <laughs> What what even is it? Is it just like a little poster they send you that makes you feel fuzzy inside? What even is well, that? You don't send me anything. It's all digital. That's it's all digital. Thing. Yeah. Do we? Doesn't okay. I, I was going to start with NFL and sports, but let's just uh, Caitlyn Jenner trans into <laughs> this uh, like crypto stuff because I know you wanted to talk about this. We're just we're gonna dive in right here. How funny is it that I just started the pod naming the number fourteen, and now we're on this huge uh, tangent. Hey man, we're, doing, we're doing crypto first because I I like this more. I well, don't I don't know. Shig, disclaimer to the folks: don't take any advice I'm gonna give. Same here, same here, folks. Yeah. Same here. Look, the only I DD I do. The only DD, you know, that's due diligence. Uh, that's what you know. The us, um, you know, uh, kids call it DD due diligence. Um, yeah, double Ds. Only um, DD I do, folks, is I get a text from my friend. I get a text from another friend. They say, "Hey, buy this crypto. It's going up," and yeah. that's good enough for me. I just go on my CoinbaseCrypto.com or or Gate.io. Shout out to the you know the deep uh, secret exchanges. And I buy a random crypto named either Baby Doge, Elon. I mean, cryptos you haven't even heard about, King Shiba. And then I watch the next day, it goes up double. And then, yeah, I just sit there and count my gains. Yeah, you mentioned DD. I only did that in high school before Uber was a thing. <laughs> Um, but but see, I don't even grasp. I can't grasp the concept of buying these things. They're they're not physical items. You you know, you buy a Lisa Ann poster and you've got that in your room. Whereas this, you're just, you're putting money down for something. It's it's in thin air. It's just a poof. At least, at least with stocks, you go, Oh, I know that company. They sell chocolate bars. I mean, even own that company, who knows what's going on there. It's the same bullshit thing, you know, Um, theoretically, you know, it says that you own it immediately when you buy it, but it takes like seven days to actually, tra- you know, for that transaction to actually settle. I mean, yeah. it's all just a little bit of trust and a fairy dust. Um, Can you give and- me a lesson here, though? And maybe there's some retarded fans as well who don't get it like me. I'm calling myself retarded here, folks. What what dictates the value of some of these? Uh, all right. So you, you believe in basketball cards, right? For, uh, in terms of NFTs. I guess I believe you, you believe in the value of baseball cards, basketball cards. I mean, those are some of the oldest stores of values in this country, right? But at least, at least with that, that's dictated by a player and their legacy. Right. And they, that's they, the they same thing right there about Dirk. Your Dirk Nowitzki NFT right there is dictated by his player and his legacy, and it's like the same. It's a basketball card, 
but it's digital. No, I, I, so I get that with the NFT because it's based on a person. Yeah. What about some bullshit like Ethereum or Bit? Like, how is that dictated? Is my question. All right. yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, is cryptocurrency a viable alternative asset class? Yes. Is cryptocurrency supposed to be an actual currency? No. I mean, no one, if you think that you're going to take Bitcoin and go and buy a pizza with it, you're probably off um it's not supposed to be that it's like when was the last time you took gold and you went and you bought a pizza right um it's not that's not what it's supposed to be and you know i think a country like el salvador tried to make bitcoin you know it's alternate currency and and it failed miserably um but i'm sure that you know we'll be reading papers about in the next few years um of economists saying like this was never going to work out because it's such a fluctuating currency and, you know, people can't keep their savings or any actual money in it that they're going to, you know, spend like day to day because it just changes so frequent. Right. So I don't think it's a currency. So I think if when people say, Hey, you know, how could this be a currency? I think they're right. It's not a currency as much as it's an asset class. Um, Now, first of all, it's deflationary. So, all you need to know about Bitcoin is there's only a finite amount of Bitcoin, right? And the second thing about Bitcoin is it's like all currency, what people believe it to be. And at this point, you have institutional support. Um, you know, you have major banks that are investing in it. You have, it's an ETF. It just became an ETF last week. Um, and just that, just that, like that institutional support of real buyers and stuff like that just gives you that thing that, okay, this thing is always going to be there. It's not like Bitcoin's going to go away ever. At this point, it's, it's ingrained, right? Um, it's just a matter of how high or how low. Um, but I think it'll always have a value over a few hundred billion dollars. I think it's just a household name at this point. I think people, no matter what, will always... Think of it as an alternative alternative form of an asset, right? Um, but there's is there any real ex- explanation to why there's value to it? I mean, I know people will tell you blockchain this, blockchain that, but no, I mean, at, at this point, you could even say blockchain is becoming like an old technology, like it's not that revolutionary. Um, Let me. I want to step in here real quick. Uh, I appreciate the lesson here. I know our, our, that Daniel guy or Garrett, he's loving everything. He's, he's skipping right through this. <laughs> yeah, he's waiting for the lesson. Um, so I remember when I was in college, maybe a sophomore or something, a dude in my fraternity mentioned that, oh, I'm going to go buy weed with Bitcoin. And that was the first I had ever heard of it, where there were drug dealers who were like, yeah, give me- Black market, absolutely, yes. Yeah, and that was my first time ever learning about it. And then a couple years later, you've got Gary V doing cocaine and talking about it at conferences. And it's like, this thing just blew up overnight. It's to the point now where I I had some spare cash. You know, accountants were loaded. And so my brother was like- you should put a grand into Bitcoin instead of doing stocks. And I said, no, Tim, you know, eat my, uh, eat my anus. And then, you know, a couple months go by and he goes, oh, it would have gone up by this percentage if you had done it. It's like, how am I supposed to know? Look, I, I didn't buy any of that stuff. Dude, I didn't buy any of that stuff either. I, I'm recently yeah. getting into crypto. I, my first interaction with crypto was in 2017. Right, I think that's when our all our first interactions, mostly all our first. You remember twenty seventeen when it shot up to like initially twenty thousand. Yeah, that's that's when it made it big. And I bought. I think I bought crypto then, like, and I I mostly lost money because I bought it and then like I panic sold it went on its way down. And I was like, ah, shit, you know, like, whatever. Um, yeah. And then recently this year, my you know I made money off the Doge coin. You know what I'm talking about, Doge. Once again, something I see all over the internet. I know that certain uh, social media celebrities have been able to manipulate like that. Elon Musk, yeah. To buy. Yeah, Elon too. But I've heard of even like <coughs> internet dudes getting their fans to buy it. I mean, some, some tried. I think like Dave Portnoy tried with like a coin like called Safe, Safe Mars. Everyone knows who Dave Portnoy is, CEO of Barstool Sports. 
about to be canceled actually we don't know we should we should talk about that later let's, yeah let's stay yeah on this, let's stay on this topic yeah, but any, he, yeah he tried he tried pumping up a crypto called safe moon or safe mars it didn't work um but anyways yeah about these cryptos yeah a lot of people are kind of pissed off about it because um you have you have like all these meme coins like shiba coin you heard about shiba coin no can you just make up any name like is there a lakeisha so shiba coin is supposed to be a parody of a parody coin okay so you know you've heard of doge and that's the parody coin right and then shiba is a type of dog that's the type of doge so it's making fun of you know the joke coin yeah so i put a hundred dollars in shiba coin in may may of this year right and as you know if I had kept that $100 in, today it would have been approximately $4,200. I did not hold, folks, I did not hold on that long. I, th- I thought it was a joke. Um, I sold it for, I think, like an $1,100 gain, like a few oh, months ago. Something. Uh, yeah, but if I held on to it, it would have been approximately $4,200. I mean, I know someone who bought $200 of Shiba coin earlier this year, like earlier than me. And if you want to know what it's worth right now, you're going to throw up. Yeah. Well, you want to know what it's worth? Well, yeah. It's around $50,000. What is it? $50,000. $50,000? Yeah, $100 got him $50,000. Um, you know, I mean, I, I got a... I got a close friend who God bought. Eight, I got a close friend who bought eight hundred dollars of Doge in like January or February, um, and then I think he cleaned out approximately eleven to twelve thousand dollars. Dude, mean, why aren't we doing this instead of being in school and doing these shitty jobs? I mean, that's that's what I'm trying to follow up with, dude. That's what I'm trying to do right now. I mean, um, that's what I'm trying to do right now. But it's it's hard. I I need to I need to read into this because for years people have been pitching this stuff, and I go, yeah, man, you know, eat eat crow. I don't want to. It's such bullshit money. My friend just recommended me one. It's called like Loop Ring. On Friday, it was a dollar twenty cents, like its value, and then today it was actually like three dollars and fifteen cents. So it had tripled, almost tripled since he told me on Friday. I bought I bought a hundred dollars of it. And I made like triple, but uh, it's still not like, you know, if you don't make a real bet on these things, it's like, ah. Yeah, it's not a ton. It, it's yeah. scary too. You think about the idea of putting 10 grand in. Dude, I put, I put, I put a thousand dollars on it yesterday, actually. On this Luprin thing? Yeah. Luprino? Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. LRC. God. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is not investment advice, folks. This is not yeah. me telling you to buy yeah, an LRC. Yeah, we need that little warning at the bottom that, you know, this is not we do our me. own stunts or whatever they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is. Well, now I'm curious. I might have to spend this weekend researching that. By the way, my research on LRC was oh, hey, yeah, you should buy it. And then my other fr- I told my other friend about it and he said, oh, wow, I looked down and read it about it and it looks really good. I'm in for two thousand, and I'm like, okay, sure. And then I bought. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm just. It's. It's. You know what, man? It's all FOMO now. It's all fucking FOMO investing. Yeah, yeah. You um, see your friend. Yeah, your friend who got fifty k or whatever. I see that, and I go, God damn, I gotta put some money. I know. I know exactly. That was my feeling at it, and I was like, Jesus Christ! They just made fifty k doing nothing except buying it yeah. on like a shitty exchange, like. Some of these stuff, like you couldn't buy Shiba on Coinbase. Like right now you can buy it on Coinbase. Um, he made 50K because he bought it on another exchange. It's like it's like a black market exchange almost, like called Uniswap. Um, if you buy something on Uniswap, funnily enough, it costs almost $50 to make the transaction happen. Um, so it, it like in service fees and stuff like that. So your hundred dollars will end up only like getting you $50 of a coin. Uh, yeah. So I, I worry about some of these black market things too. When, when he has something with 50 K in value, what's stopping them from just going, yeah, fuck it. We won't pay this. Shit. You know what the crazy part is? The guy didn't fucking sell. He still held like through oh, all of this stuff. Like, 
still he held it. and held like I would have sold probably at like a thousand, maybe two thousand. I'd be like, oh wow, okay, this was great. I made my money on like some random thing. Yeah. Well, let me get out. Yeah, let, me, let is, me spend this money on a Vegas trip with a, yeah, I go to a brothel. It, yeah, and he's just still in it. I know. I fucking know, man. Like I couldn't effing believe it. Yeah. Um, and he's right. he, his whole thing is I'll sell a little bit, but I'm still gonna be holding it. And I mean, more power to him. <laughs> like I told you, I couldn't even hold my hundred dollars until its current value of forty two hundred. I mean. I, I just bitched yeah. that. I sold for $1,100 gain. I was like, I wanted my money. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's something where it's, it blows my mind that I was ever an accountant too. Cause I feel like I'm not great with money. We're all invest stuff. And I, I have the philosophy of I'm just considering this money spent. I know it's going to grow over time, but I'm the type of investor where I'm completely long-term. I'm not someone who's checking that shit every day and, and trading or anything dude so, two boomer issue you man you gotta jump in i mean i'm, I'm way too boomer that's why i'm dude. asking you the name of lakeisha coin or whatever the name lrc like, loopering I, I mean there was actually a play um two weeks ago in the stock market this is in the stock market i traded a stock called dwac um if you've probably heard about that i don't right? think i have dwac i mean well for our home for our listeners at home this isn't any endorsement or anything for them but um, you know, the former president uh, came up with a company, right? Oh, yeah. Trump Media or something. Yeah. Um, and he got bought out. I mean, he didn't get bought out. Like, he was emerging with a SPAC, as you know. Um, and believe it or not, his company, who doesn't really have any assets or anything, but just an idea, an idea to be the next Twitter, conservative Twitter, <laughs> was valued at a billion dollars. Anyways, um, so... So before that, the company was a black check, blank check company and the stock was trading at $10. The next morning, it, the stock opens at $12, right? And my friend and I were talking about it and we're like, oh, you know what? We're going to buy this. There's going to be a huge like sentiment on it. Like people, like all the conservatives are going to buy this up and it's going to like shoot up. Well, the fucking problem was I didn't wake up in the morning. So I couldn't buy it at $12 because I didn't wake up at 630 in the morning. So my friend bought it at 12 because he woke up. I woke up at 7.30 in the morning. By the time I woke up, it was $18. <laughs> uh, well, don't worry about it because I bought in at $18. I bought like, and again, I didn't buy much, folks. Again, I'm, this is the conservative count in me. I bought five to $600 worth. And then, then over the next two days, this stock shot up to approximately $175 in about, in less than two days. I sold at $100 and I cashed out a very nice gain. That's about almost 10 times what my initial investment was. And um, it's just, it's just one of those things where you gotta, you know, you gotta keep your ear on, to the ground and uh, do yeah. this meme investing. It's not a long-term trade. You know, none of these long-term trades work anymore. Yeah. So what do you use? Cause I'm, I'm so boomerish where I don't even know. It sounds like Reddit has a couple good sites or Reddit is so full of shit, man. You're going to, you're going to get drowned. In it. I, I used to be going on Reddit a few months ago. I, I gave up on Reddit because there's so much shit. It's like this, 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 this. And like, yeah. there's, there's guys that are like really good and that come up with like really good analysis and maybe you, you're like, and then you fall in love with it and then you buy the fucking thing and then it crashes. And then there's those times that you read it and then you don't buy it. And then it goes up, like, just like the guy predicted, it's just a crap shoot in all, on all honesty. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's related to sports almost with the, you've got these expert analysts, like Stephen A. Smith's the smartest guy in the world. And even sometimes he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he no. is. Sometimes he's wrong. The, the goat, Stephen A. Yeah. Um, all right, dude. Speaking of uh, all that shit, the crypto and everything, I I had a point in there. Um, I I guess we can breeze past it. I don't know if we talked about this on the pod. This was a while ago where the the Buccaneers guy, the fan, got Tom Brady's football and they gifted him with season tickets. Yeah, Brady, Brady gave him a Bitcoin. Oh, he did? That was, yeah. new. That was new. I did not know about that. Yeah, because you, you sent me that on Instagram. I know you DM'd me the trade for the fan. I slid in your DM, he got, yeah. The fan got ripped off. I mean, that bat, that football is worth. Dude, he got two, two years of season tickets. 
He got a signed signed Brady jersey, a signed Brady football. Um, didn't he get a signed like Mike Evans something too? Yeah, he did. But I but mean, how much? How much is that ball worth though? How now, much do you think it's worth? Tom Brady six hundred TD. Football. Like, is there know. is there like a comparison? Yeah, that that's the other thing. It it's got to be worth uh, a mil, couple. Hundred no way. Days. Are you serious? I I think so. I, I mean, if people are buying NFTs for a shit ton, it's got to be worth. <laughs> it says Brady record ball worth five hundred k. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So the dude totally got ripped off. Wow, is it? Who said 500K? Ken Golden, founder of Golden Auctions, estimates that Brady's 600 touchdown ball is worth at least 500,000. Golden says that most fans don't understand the market value for these items since trading cards receive more mainstream media attention than sports memorabilia. Wow. Yeah, so the dude got how much are season tickets for a year? Like, so he received two signed jerseys, a helmet from Brady, a signed Evans jersey. Um, receivers game cleats, a thousand dollars credit at the team store, and the two season passes for the remainder of this season and the 2022 season. Wow. Okay, so he said to compare Brady's first career touchdown ball. Do you want to know how much his first career touchdown ball was? Oh god, trillions. Four hundred twenty-eight thousand. Oh, that I figured it'd be probably worth more than the 600 just because it's that old and yeah so it was four hundred twenty-eight thousand. but he's saying this could be worth about nine hundred thousand. Huh? because he's the first nfl quarterback to ever accomplish this feat and yeah. he said i know i could call two or three people and sell that for five hundred thousand. wow yeah yeah, it's quite a feat. Brady's got nice feet. Um, no, I don't. That's insane. Because when you DM'd me that thing, I thought, yeah. At, at first, he totally got punked. The fan did. Then they upped it a little bit, but still, I mean, I thought he made out. But yeah, they 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 wow. so, they still fucked him. And I messaged you this when it happened. I think. I think they, you know, they kind of bullied him into giving the ball back and everything. If, if he holds on to that ball, he's getting killed and raped as he leaves the stadium. But like, he, he, he said, like, you know what? I didn't even think about it. Like, they didn't have to offer me all this shit. I was, I was willing to give it back. And, yeah. like, I think Tom Brady said that, like, he was a really nice dude. And he That's just good. gave it back. Yeah. And, like... You know, he was just a stand-up guy. He wasn't looking to make it like a quick buck off them. Yeah, and he's a fan. It was all just an added thing. He didn't go there expecting to get anything. To make so. 500K. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, what he got, he still came up as like a positive. Um, man, that's fucking nuts, dude. I mean, Tom Brady did the right thing then if he threw him a Bitcoin. That's nice. Well, he should have thrown him a couple. It sounds like, but but no, you're you're right, and and it's just people on Instagram going, he deserves way more. It's like, I mean, he's already what do you do? He just got he's already football. there. He just he, got his hand, and he just picked up a football. I mean, what? yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It's not like in the world owes him five hundred k. I mean, he got the football, like, and then like five minutes later, someone came back and they asked him for the football, and then he gave it. I didn't even think at the time why I thought it was just sentimentally valuable to, to TB12. I had no idea that it's actually worth like, oh yeah, mil- dude. Do you know his rookie card sold for three point one million? Yeah, that's just insane, dude. We got to get in on these NFTs, NFTs, trading cards. We got to uh, get on these basketball and NFL NFTs, dude. Come on, three point one mil. Do you know an NBA NFT sold for like a hundred thousand? So because it's a virtual thing, what's stopping these dudes from just selling them now and then just making a ton of them, like more of them? Like who? The company? I guess. Like, like the they're one backed bought- by the NBA. I mean, they're not supposed to. I mean, they can, but they're not supposed to. Okay. Because I was I mean, going to they- say, you bought the one for Dirk for 400 or something. What's stopping that? There's only 990 of that made. Okay. I was going to say, what, what's stopping this German tree from just doing more of them? There, there's only 990 of the Dirk card made. I sold a Dwayne Wade card. I didn't tell you about this one. I sold a Dwayne Wade card for $1,200 um, that what, I bought. Huh? What would you buy it for? Around two to three. 
Yeah. God, so you're just, you're making money. No, left no, right. no, 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 I'm not, I'm not folks. I, I know it sounds like that, but I've been telling you all about my gains right now. <laughs> I have not oh. told you, I have not been telling you about all my losses. Yeah. All my gains sound very great, but this is the guy who's buying fucking crypto just because two of his friends told him to buy crypto. So yeah, you could, you could understand the type of money I'm losing. <laughs> yeah, dude, stuff. Speaking of just side hustles and business, I have a friend of mine I went to college with that during, <coughs> during high school. Oh, you got COVID. Oh no. You're yeah. Good. During high school and college. Yeah. Maybe you do. He would, he would buy like 15 K worth of video games around black Friday and sell it during Christmas time. And he always barely made a profit, barely made enough each year. But how terrifying is it? He would, he would use his parents' card. He'd go, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this for a, a business side hustle and they would let him do it. But how terrifying is that you're spending that much money and you're taking a risk, dude. It it he's he. It's as if he's fucking Walmart or Amazon because he makes his money off the fucking volume, right? He's making like yeah. two or three dollars per yeah, like, or five dollars exactly. per it was game. Volume, but he, he just, yeah. It's not for me or you. No, he's I could risk. never. I could never but, do that. But keep in mind, the risk is kind of limited because he technically has a thirty-day return policy, right? See, I don't know. I, I didn't think about that really. I it sounded like there was risk involved. He said he pissed himself a couple times during the whole process, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, that couldn't be me. I'd rather just make my money doing an honest living at the accounting firm. Um, I mean, all right, dude. Should, I, should I tell you guys about my losses? Is that is that something you guys want to hear? Give us one loss, and then we gotta we gotta switch to. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. we'll switch. We'll switch. I'll give you another. I'll give you one loss. Actually, this is a recent loss. Um, I bought a stock because my friend told me about it. He said, "Hey, I'm buying a thousand dollars of this stock. They're announcing earnings tonight. I think it's gonna shoot up." Again, did no DD, did no research. This was yesterday, so I bought thousand dollars of the stock. Went into earnings, lost thirty percent in value and it's still in free fall so folks do your do your research yeah <laughs> thanks a lot fubo fucking tv yeah yeah it can be tough you, you just you don't know it's all such a gamble and here's another one i bought hertz i told all my friends about buying hertz they were gonna do an uplisting ipo um you heard about hertz they're, they're gonna they were gonna IPO. anyways i thought i was gonna outsmart the market i didn't i lost 20 percent on a really big position. So again, yeah, you know, fucking my buy your fucking, old long-term uh, stuff. Sorry, I got distracted. My fucking supervisor just sent me a work message during this, but I, Gee, I'm, leaving, Louise. I'm leaving it. Yeah. It's like five forty. I'm leaving. You got to be working on, right now. <clears throat> I'm leaving him on red for sure. Fuck. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all right, Brody, let's get to NFL. We kind of skimmed over this last week just cause I talked about Halloween stuff for, 40 minutes um, oh, oh oh nfl hold on yeah wait you know you say your thing i'll say it after you say your thing i don't have anything important i was just going to jump into the games and talk about dude, dude survivor league we might be back oh give we us an update give us an buffalo update. bills the buffalo bills lost to jacksonville jaguars last <laughs> week remember folks they lost nine fucking six um, I'm looking at this now. Yeah, that's insane. Yes. And also the Tennessee Titans beat the Rams. It was the fucking week of the underdog, folks. It was the week of the underdog. Um, but how can you be back? I thought you because, had to win. Because, because almost everyone else got eliminated. Because they all picked. And then also the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Broncos. Yeah. So those two teams. So now there's only 35 perfect teams remaining yeah. 35 teams so if these 35 teams lose then we're back to being in first place and we're back on this 10k prize folks i'm just letting oh, you guys know wow. don't get freaked out but we might be we might have a chance yeah and that means some money for the fans garrett this week you got a fans this week 100 <laughs> people lost this week, 100 fucking people lost. Yeah. Our boy Daniel Garrett's going to be rich because of this. He's the only fucking fan we have. Dude. God, that's nuts. I didn't watch that Jags game, but that's so fun. Trevor Lawrence is probably player of the year. 
<laughs> Trevor Lawrence. It wasn't even ass. Trevor Lawrence. It was Josh Allen. Yeah. Wait, it was the other Josh Allen. Did you read this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this the other guy. Josh Allen, like, really was pissed off. There's this other guy named Josh Allen. <laughs> and, like, he took it out on the QB Josh Allen. The Jacksonville Jaguars Josh Allen fucking manhandled the Buffalo Bills Josh Allen. He got, yeah. like, sacked him. He got a fumble interception, fumble pit, you know. Allen did he, did he get a pick? I don't know if he got a pick. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he had a sack and a pick. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Sack as well. We, we uh, actually have to talk about who we should pick this week because now that we're back in it. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a, a discussion that we would bail on going forward. but uh, No, we're 35th place right now. <clears throat> um, I'll probably – yeah, you got to go Ravens over the Dolphins tomorrow night. Dude, that's what that's what I picked. Yeah, the fans won't trust us though because this comes out on Saturday. Oh, all right. Unless we do an early release, <laughs> like a you know, meeting sex. Here's our options: we could either take Tampa Bay at Washington. <clears throat> Tampa Bay coming off a of bye week, Ooh. minus nine and a half. And this is another one that I really wanted to do. This is the one I wanted to do initially, but I got afraid to do. Pittsburgh versus Detroit, they're 8.5 favorites. I know Detroit has to win one game. They have to. Like, NFL history tells us they got to win one game. Yeah. Is this the game they win against the fucking Pittsburgh team that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's in the cards for them. Um because I don't want to, I don't want to bet on Pittsburgh and then Detroit. This is the one game they end up winning, and I turn out to be like a fucking schmuck. Yeah, I don't know. I I like Ravens over the Dolphins more than that matchup. Who was playing though? Great. And it's a primetime game, and everyone knows they all fucking wake. They always wake up for primetime games. Uh, two was awful, but um... is he? He's awful. Yeah, he is. Uh, gosh, dude. I don't know that. It's either those two games. I'm just looking at the schedule right now, and I, uh, nothing else seems like a clear, uh, jizz. Just Chiefs, Raiders, both two terrible QBs. Niners, Rams, two bad QBs. Uh. <laughs> Matt Stafford sucks. They got killed by the Titans. <laughs> I know, man. I know. That was bad. I don't know if it's just the, it's the Titans. They always wake up. Are the Titans, like, really that good, even without Derrick Henry? They lost to the Jets. Yeah, but they beat, like, the Bills. They beat, like, they beat real teams. Yeah. Yeah, they've started to. Um I, We're all over the place here. I say we pick that, and then let's – Which one? Are, should I do Baltimore? Yeah, I'm thinking Balti. Folks, take right. our word for it. This is being recorded on Thursday. I, I don't know. I don't have my phone, but we'll show them the date or something. Here, There's here, no folks, that. here. I'm changing the date right now on mine manually, so give me a second. Yeah, and if we're wrong, we'll edit this part out. What do you – Yeah, That is November 10th. Yes, correct. Um, <coughs> November 10th, okay. 2022. I picked – I picked Baltimore, but keep in mind, there's eight more weeks, and we've used up a good amount of teams in the Survivor League. So the teams that we've used so far are, damn, we used San Francisco, Green Bay, Carolina, Buffalo, Dallas, Rams, Cardinals, Bengals, and the Colts. Yeah. Should I be betting the Broncos this week? After last week, you might want to. Um, At home against the Eagles? Hmm. Nah, nah. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to overthink it. Yeah, let, let's stick with the rave. Uh, all right, dude, I, I want to talk about last week, though, real quick. Do we do, – let's go – let's talk Titans-Rams because we were on that. Mike Vrabel with the vest and his look, he was a – uh, you know, played in the NFL. Is there a douchier coach? I know Sean McVay also with the gelled hair. Dude, I feel like that guy is so old school, though. Like, Ray Sean McVay is a douche. Mike Rabel is just like, 
like an old guy. I have a hard time like imagining him like knowing how to use a computer. You know, he's like one of those guys who are just like, you know, like those old school coaches. That's what I think of him, you know, because all all his all like his teams are always the same, like run the ball, take time, you know, grin grind, dirty defense, yeah. you know. Well, and they they just abuse the shit out of the run. They go, all right, uh, and I know Derrick Henry is dead now, but <laughs> there was not was there, there was were they running as much on on the Rams because I I know that they were really stopping Peterson. Um, like Peterson had a TD at the end. AP, by the way, shout out to the 36 year old legend who was playing. Um, he got a TD, but he was being pretty. Sh- he got shut down a lot. Is it just that Tannehill? Tannehill is like that good. It's so hard to believe because he just looks like an idiot. <laughs> and he was never that like you know for like for the first like eight years of his career in like at Miami, no one thought he was that good. I think and all of a sudden. Not- I think it's got to be the Dolphins' curse, where he, there's just never anyone good there. They yeah, made that think, Ace Ventura movie, and no one's been good ever since. You think it's just Miami? People are partying too much, you know? They're like, yeah, Pitbull. Pitbull's already there. It's like, well, why would we be good at football when we can? You know, What's say the point, Dolphin? right? Yeah. Um, Okay, well, the Titans, they're Super Bowl favorites. We get it. Uh, we got to talk about the Cowboys meltdown real quick. Because, do we? Do we, man? <laughs> uh, well, this is the most fun part about the podcast is just we know that Dak, he's not a long-term guy. Um, <laughs> Even though they signed a $150 million deal with him. <laughs> Are we back on anti-Dak? After one bad performance, I was giving this, this guy is, so much love up until week, until up until last week. I mean, yeah, you know what I fucking love, dude, is um, I I just love. So I talked about how Stephen A. Smith is a total genius, and and we get that. You know, he's the smartest man in in basketball and football. What they do on TV is just hilarious. How when I was a kid, I used to think, man, they're so insightful, but they literally just no have no idea what the fuck's going on. They see a game and just react as if they have some crazy good take. It's like you didn't know who fucking Alex Caruso how about was. Them Car- how about them cowboys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about them cowboys? But even with basketball or something, someone will come out as an MVP candidate, and it's like none of you were predicting this shit before the season. And then, one, and then once someone's doing well, like Cooper Cup having a great year, they'll come out and be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he's been looking good. That's my take. Like, what, you weren't saying jack shit before the season. You had no insight here whatsoever. <laughs> I'm with you, man. These, these guys are great. I mean, these guys are all like fucking bullshitters. Um, yeah. 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 They're sports guys. If, they were, if we could talk anything beyond sports, we wouldn't be talking sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, dude. So, I, I don't know. As far as games last week, we're kind of middle of the season. I don't know how shit's going to go. Dude, are you crazy? Last week was – everyone lost a ton of money last week. I know I did. Just on, on the bets. We, we need to talk about that Monday night game, the freaking Bears-Steelers. Is that what it was? Yeah. Did you watch that? I, I didn't watch all of it. I know the refs completely dicked Chicago. Mm-hmm. Did you see the penalty on Cassius? But the refs this week were fucking bad, man. I mean, there were some, like, I think there were some games that, like, these refs were just, like, I don't know if they were paid. I don't know if they were trying to keep, like, a cover going. Like, it was bad. Like, there's been some bad officiated games. Um, first of all, when it's in the last two minutes of the game, please – Fucking please, if you're going to make a call, like, make sure it gets reviewed by New York. Make sure it's, like, I don't know what, but, like, I don't want a bullshit call from a ref to be the reason, you know, game goes one way or another, especially in the last two minutes, in the final two minutes. Um, Just get your shit straight, NFL. That's not right. Um, Did you see the taunting call they called on Marsh where the ref leaned into him and initiated contact (laughs) and then threw the – he was reaching for the flag already. Like, he just had it. He's like, give me – he's like, I need this. 
Yeah. Dude, I'd be shocked if these NFL guys, uh, these refs, didn't have some, you know, connection to the parlay. I mean, to, like, the cover. They're like, you yeah. Know, I'm sure they have, like, a buddy or something, like a cousin, like someone yeah. that you can't trace back to. And, like, some of these bets, they're not regulated, right? Because you can make these bets in, Anywhere. like, the Dominican Republic. Yeah. They're not regulated. And then, you know, if someone makes, like, a $10,000, who's going to bat Who's gonna bat or not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and, and I don't expect Roger Goodell to hold anyone accountable, but shouldn't he? If Especially that ref that blatantly leaned into Marsh. There's unions, man. There's unions protecting these refs. Yeah, well, can we, you know, murder one of them? I, I don't know. There's, gotta There's be unions, dude. That's, a, that's the fucking thing. Like, the NBA refs, they don't – okay, you know how much an NBA ref gets paid? How much would you expect an NBA ref to get paid? For working like half the season, I think they just volunteer. <laughs> uh, no, they get they get paid around like like less than a million. I mean, tenured ones get a million, I think, but like around like five hundred k at least. That's insane. Yeah, they don't deserve that. And then, like you know, like first class, you know, first class uh, travel, obviously, like first yeah. class hotels and everything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they sleep with LeBron. Yeah, that's crazy. They get all the special treatment for sure. But they, they kind of have to, right? Because imagine you're a guy who's getting paid like 20, 50K and you're officiating a guy who's getting paid like 50 mil. Yeah. I mean, it's like the guy could like <laughs> – I mean, the player could at that point literally just like put like slip in a grand into socks. It yeah, slips out like- and this ref is like he's jumping at <laughs> No foul, no foul. Yeah. That's a good point. You could be bought out so easily. Um, yeah. But- oh, actually, there's this interesting story um, about, you know, some of this stuff. It's not in an NFL. It's like, you know, the refs, they have their own insider trading. There was this McKinsey partner. Did you read about this? No. Okay, guys making 2 to $3 million a year. And we're in the public accounting space. Um, so this is an accounting tangent, folks. Actually, this is an accounting tangent. Yeah. So in public accounting, you get privy to deals. Sometimes like, oh, you know, one client's going to buy another client, so on and so forth. Uh, it comes with the territory. Sometimes it happens in audit. Sometimes it happens in tax. Sometimes it happens, mostly happens in advisory. Anyways, so this McKenzie consulting guy, he has a client and his client tells him, oh, we're going to buy this other drug company for so-and-so this much price. And we're going to announce it two, two days later. Um, this guy's making two to three million a year. He's a 42-year-old guy, partner. At McKinsey, you know, McKinsey is the top consulting firm in the world. It's you have to be like almost a genius to get, anyways. Anyways, you, you guys get the point. Yeah, so this guy, you. of course, what does he do? He buys 2,500 call options on the company that they're going to buy. Um, <laughs> he makes, I mean, the guy makes like two to three million, so he doesn't even make that much on the deal. He makes like $450,000 on the trade. Um, he doesn't even bother to do it from like an account, like separate from his, he doesn't have an account under his own name. And then on his work computer, he ends up Googling, um, what happens to call options when a company is purchased? (laughs) And then he also ended up Googling, like he had like all these basic questions on like how call options work. How does he cash out? Um, and then the other question was, (laughs) what is a typical like sentence for insider trading <laughs> he just had all this shit on his computer and, and the fbi got it and of course um, yeah. you know by the way the typical sentence is two years folks <laughs> yeah i don't you think a guy who's at mckinsey would be smarter than that also it's 400k you're making way more money is how is it even worth it i guess he wanted to be low profile and not buy too many to where it's 2500 call options on a, like a, it's not like it's a company like apple it's like this random drug company yeah and it didn't even take the fbi to flag it you know what the worst part was it was actually a news like a media site that flagged it and then the fbi got a hold of it so it was like a media site that said whoa why is there like a spike in call options on this random company right now and then of course the sec fbi investigated it and they got this guy yeah wow and i think he ended up buying it from robin hood but they didn't say yeah and that guy's name uh rhymes with what ryan 
Conahue or who who is that who bought him? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's this other guy. Yeah, Ryan Donahue yeah. is not smart enough for him, McKinsey. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 insult him, McKinsey. Yeah. Um. All right, Brody. I don't know. I feel like every week we we go over NFL shit. I don't know if what's what the fans really want to hear. Do, do we want to talk about? Being- well, we know our boy. We know our boy doesn't want to hear it. Our one listener. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's Timothy's his name or something? I think it's Garrett or something. Gregory. Um, I know his last name. What was it Doug Garrett? Like, is he a Doug? Uh, Jason Garrett. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, the clapper. Yeah, yeah, make them cheeks clap. Uh, let's, hey, is Patrick Mahomes genuinely bad before we move on? Oh, well, his brother is uh, annoying as shit. Um, yeah, he got paid. Dude, he got his money. He doesn't care anymore. But how does he, how does he become, like, bad, like, all of a sudden? You've got to wonder if Andy Reid's having too much Shake Shack before a game and he's not drawing You blaming like the fucking players. coach on this? Well, that's you're supposed to do that, right? You you blame others for your own. <laughs> I'm blaming Mahomes. I don't know what's going. It's like I, the guys. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they just figured the Chiefs out. I don't know. Other teams know by now that they're. Whatever. The guy's putting up 13 points. Like he couldn't score anything more than 13 points. Yeah. Like for the past like two weeks, he, I can't. And I have him on my fantasy team, and he keeps fucking oh, me over. God. Yeah. I don't – is it, you know, he's not giving a good enough deal on the Patrick price for – What, 15 – oh, the shoes? Yeah, I, you've got to wonder, but I'm – Do you think it's his brother, Pete Mahomes, that's playing in the State Farm commercials? He got a hold of it? Oh, yeah. Like that. <laughs> and, that could be it. But, gosh, yeah, Chiefs 5-4, and four, they won't make the playoffs if they do. Uh, you know. I mean, I'm not going to say no because they're they're right in there. And who knows? It's just you got to – it doesn't happen, like, with a QB like Pat Mahomes that it just – Yeah. He's not even old. He's, like, he's like 25 or something, right? 26. Yeah, that's the thing. And he's worth 500 mil. Uh, maybe I mean, he's buying crypto. I, I don't know. But you got to wonder. He's got no more money left to earn, so why try? Oh, does he not? Like, what? Like a t- No, he could go, like – play longer like like tb yeah but i don't think he cares about legacy he already lost a super bowl to tom brady he's not gonna pass him all time (laughs) i mean i I think think... he wants to just own a baseball team and uh you know eat barbecue and be annoying (laughs) well i mean stop screwing me on fantasy pat mahomes if you're listening to this which we know you are you know what's always pissed me off, dude, is when NFL, NBA players say, hey, fans, we don't give a damn about your fantasy team. It's like, well, maybe you should. Maybe you should perform well so I can do well and, you know, make 20 bucks while you're making 20 million. Yeah, How exactly, man. That? You can't throw us a bone. Like, all, yeah. all I got to win on this freaking whole league is like like $100. That's all I got, $100. Yeah. And it makes, it makes my week every single week. You know, attentively watch all your games for yeah. $100 at the end of the year. You can't, you can't play throw... well. You can't give me 100 yards receiving. It's your job. That's literally your job is to do well, and you're going, oh, I don't care about your team. I perform how I perform. How about you eat cock? You know what, man? You're speaking a lot of truth. Yeah. Just all right. What, what's next? What's next on the dock? Because I know we're around in an hour. Yeah, we um... – we got to talk – do we talk BD? Do we get into stories about one of our managers that we've had? Uh, do we give away this guy's name, address, his Tokyo location? Like, what do we – how far do we go with this? Um, BD, BD, BD. I mean, we already gave his location. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just – I'm wondering how this is going to be beneficial to the fans listening. Maybe how to deal with a manager that's difficult. And but did we deal with him well? I mean, I don't think we did. I think we just yeah. took we just took the shit. Yeah. So, so for the folks listening, Alec and I, we had a we both had a mutual uh, manager, senior manager that we worked on with different clients. And this guy was an East Coast dude. He worked for PwC for maybe eight or nine years in the Boston office. <laughs> he was East Coast. 
I think he was maybe in New York for a little bit too. And then he came over to LA where it's way more chill. And the thing about I, these, East I don't think Boston was that, un, it was that fucking cruel either, to be honest. I think it was just him between you and me. I, I don't I think, think Boston it was, was I that. think it was just him. What I have heard though, is that East coast, New York, especially it is more intense that relationship with managers and whoever, uh, yeah, there's just more expected. People are more direct. Uh, and so for him coming to L.A., it was a huge adjustment where this manager of ours, this and this is way before Alec and I even started in public accounting, there were stories of this guy we're talking about, BD. He would yell and scream at people. He would throw whiteboards. You know, he'd probably have sex with kids. He was doing all this wild stuff. And uh, people were like, hey, man, it's the West Coast over here. You got to relax. You can't be yelling like that. But you're so right. There's no way on the East Coast they were also screaming at each other. Who would take that gig? If accounting already sucks, uh, wink, or actually it's great, folks. Uh, but, you know, it's already a tough job. So you've got people screaming at you. That doesn't make it any better. Dude, I'm with you, man. I I don't get, um, you know, I love my East Coast folks, but every time someone says, oh, yeah, you know, it's way worse than the East Coast. I mean, what's, I mean, is it that, is what's way worse than the East Coast? Because we're still, put, we still have like two busy seasons here. We're still logging our, you know, at least our 12 hour days during busy season, at least folks. Obviously we're doing yeah. nine to nine bare minimum. Um, and on top of it, we don't even have public transportation here. We have to actually drive to the client. I mean, not anymore because you can zoom in. But we're driving all the way, like, could be, like, it could be 10 miles away and it could still take an hour because that's just L.A. Yeah. for you. I mean, at least yeah. in New York, you just hop on whatever, the 5 or the 7 or the B or whatever the train is, right on. You don't have to worry about driving that, you know, driving to and back yeah. or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I have one friend who I think she just left. She was at PwC in New York, and I, I don't know. I'm sure it was intense, but – the, the idea that there's people over there yelling and abusing, I, I really doubt it. I feel like it's probably standard across the nation. I'm sure you go to some other countries and they're smacking people over the tits. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's pretty standard for the most part. Um, do we give advice to the folks on how to deal with these people? Once in a while, you deal with someone who's just really shitty to work with. And you got to make the most of it. You got to make the best of a bad situation. You got your no options, especially if they're a partner. You just got to take it. I'm sorry, yeah. man. Yeah. I, 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 you just got to take it. I mean, unless you want to go complain or something, but yeah. even if you complain, nothing's going to happen. He's a partner. You're a staff. You just got to stick yeah. through. I think that's, and, and not to shit on public accounting, but I think that's one of the reasons we both left is that you look at some people who are higher ups and they're, you know, liquid ass humans they're just tear they're bad people and you go yeah this person's a great performer but they just suck the fact this company didn't fire this dude or get rid of some of these people it makes you go all right well i don't this isn't a place i want to work if they hold on to this trash heap um it's like penn state with sandusky it's like he performed well so you got to keep him yeah yeah speaking of penn state big big penn state michigan game this week Go go blue. Yeah, go blue and uh love that paterno. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if you did anything to deal with BD folks. Nah, I, I don't know. Nah, I just do hid. Show, do I just we hid. show the folks a photo of this guy and his let's bald put his full name up, let's get his you know, Tokyo address going and uh you know his LinkedIn profile if we can. Producer is putting it all up right now. Um 20. it's showing as we speak. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. That hair is thinning. <laughs> it is. And he's wearing that suit he always wears, that blue suit. Yeah. Yeah. It it is a weird feeling having a dude on the on a team, a work team who you're just terrified of. You're like, oh, oh yeah. That, you're like, Absolutely. oh that, you're like, oh, that guy's coming in today. And I was lucky because our team was like a small and it wasn't like material to him so he would show up maybe once a week or once every two weeks yeah. yours was a big like money maker so he'd have to come like at least what like two or three times a week 
he was he was in all the time and i actually yeah. have a really fucking funny story i'll tell real quick yeah so, yours was way worse than ours yeah. like i only have to deal with him once a week or once every two weeks yeah so uh <laughs> so this dude so this dude bd was anytime staff or lower level people were leaving and going home before he would leave it would just infuriate him he would go on these rants about when I was in New York, Boston, this wouldn't fly. We were there till two in the morning. The partners, managers, they were the ones who went home first. So he would always get pissed whenever we would dip out before he would. And so one day, our team did this flex bullshit where you could order dinner and stay at the office late or twice a week you could leave early, you could leave around seven, but you had to make dinner at home and then get online. And so one day we're at the client site and it's like 20 of us packed into this tiny room, not COVID friendly, but this is 2019. They didn't have a desk, they were working off of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were sitting in these, uh, we were in the slums, but anyways, it, there's 20 people in the room and I'm the only one who didn't order dinner. Cause I said, Oh, tonight will be the night that I go home early and work from home. And of course, around four or five BD shows up from another client. He takes his usual seat, kicks someone out of the seat. He says, Hey, get the fuck out. You skank. And he sits down and around 7 PM it hits and uh my senior the guy uh i don't want to say his name but uh last name was chang good dude he uh <laughs> he is like hey man feel free to take off at seven o'clock and i'm paranoid as shit because no one else is leaving bd is in his seat and i'm about to be the only dude to get up and leave go home pack it up after this guy BD has given lectures about staff leaving before him. Oh my God. And oh so my I'm, God. Just, I'm just fucking shitting myself. So what do you do? I'm, I'm, I'm debating, like, should I just stay here? I didn't order dinner. Should I just stay here, not eat and save myself the humiliation? But so I end up around seven thirty. my seniors like, yeah, dude, dip out. So like, you, you know, you're not getting dinner. So like go and then just get online later. So I get up when it's quiet and everyone's like, and I'm like, all right, see, see you guys. And uh, he just looks over at me. He gives me a look in the eyes, looks back at his computer and just shakes his head. Like he does not approve and I just, I just go, holy fuck. <laughs> and I dip out, go home. And I, the whole time I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get canned. This is, uh, <laughs> which yeah, is just so nuts, which is so nuts. Cause I was leaving to get online again and keep working that night. But to him, it's just, oh, this dude's leaving while everyone else is still here. That's and, the you know, best story I've ever fucking heard. That's the fucking number one best story I've ever heard. <laughs> Dude, that was good. That was so yeah. good. It could have, I mean, it could have, he could have just yelled at me on the spot, but he just, the, the head shake, I just went, oh, oh fuck. my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. he knew. He, he, he knew. Goes, Damn. He goes, oh, this guy's leaving, huh? Oh um, my God. Yeah, I think I pissed myself on the car at home. Uh, but yeah, that that dude. That's a uh, good story. We'll send we'll send the listeners a, a photo of this guy, maybe an address. And his LinkedIn profile. Yes, LinkedIn, Facebook, Grinder, all the works. Uh, you got anything else, Alec? Um, no, I just remember uh, we had a happy hour with a guy. Yeah, and he was like nothing, like he was at work. And I found that yeah. interesting. That's a good point. That's have good you, too. Have I, you seen him at a happy hour? Yeah. Yeah. I was at a happy hour with that same team. Uh, I don't know if this was before that incident or after, but we, uh, we were at a local LA spot and we, we were playing this card game together and he was fun and interactive and he was nice to the associates and everything. So it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So yeah. different. Yeah. And I was like, is this the same guy that I'm terrified of? Like, 
no, it's like, and I'm not gonna, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna be cool with you after this one card game. I just Is, isn't that isn't that funny too? How when you when someone has the reputation for being a douche and then they're nice, you are like, you're you're so surprised by it that you're like, oh, th- this guy's great. But it, it, in reality, you go, no, you're just adjusting because normally he's been a complete cop. Yeah, because he probably realized like after his like first like. 10 like eight years like of happy hours like oh maybe i can't do this like whole terrifying thing during happy hour too maybe i should uh come off as nice <laughs> you know he made yeah. his adjustments i don't know yeah yeah but god that dude d- during work hours was a nightmare probably still is for you know some japanese people but god yeah it's it's scary rest in um, peace yeah squid games um all right dude uh I don't know. I, I wrote down some shit, but I, we wanted to talk Portnoy too. I feel like we're approaching the hour, aren't we? Or are we, bad? we're way over. We're way over. Okay. Let's, let's discuss it next week when the dust is settled and my ass is settled. Um, yeah. Anything to promote? You got anything coming up that you want the fans to know about this episode will be out Saturday. We've got the Ravens picked. Um, yeah. You got anything else? No, nothing else. Uh, just, uh, you know, let's, let's hope Blue Ring shoots up, folks. Love you guys. Yeah, yeah. Keep watching that crypto. We've got the NFTs purchased. Appreciate everyone. Uh, episode 14 in the books. Uh, cock. <laughs>